0: Is the Big 12 getting ready to add a 13th team by the 2024 season? Certainly seems so. Let's talk about it. Let's go. It's the number one college football show. What's up, Ken folk? It's RJ Young. I am not on a step mill. Thank you for watching on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, or listening wherever it is you get your podcast. Today, we are doing an emergency podcast episode to talk about Colorado deciding to leave the Pac-12 in time to join the Big 12 by the 2024 season and talk about all that that entails. Some of the whys, some of the hows, what we know. And we'll continue to follow the story because you know that this is a Colorado friendly show. So let's start with this 13 teams is what the big 12 is slated for 24, 25. The reason that they can do this because the PAC 12 does not have an agreement that would keep Colorado on its books past this season, that being 2023. The other part that I think is interesting about this is does it happen if coach prime is not the head coach of Colorado? It's hard to say, but we do know that coach prime is a draw. We also know that Coach Prime has his background in the state of Texas, which has always been friendly to the Big 12. I also know that Colorado is basically a Big 12 member. Now, I understand that it has been a Pac-12 member for the last 10 years and put together all of two winning seasons during that time, one of which is the plague year. And short of Alabama's 13-0 national championship run, I got a hard time really counting the plague year as a real one for almost anybody else, right? But they also had a 10-win season in 2016 where they went 10-4. and But it really hasn't felt like a fit. And Colorado has been a down program. Even last year, they were 1-11 and before hiring Coach Prime and getting this injection of energy that has led to season tickets selling out, games being on national television. These are the kind of things that you want to be associated with if you are a conference. And frankly, if you're Colorado, you would like to see that you are being exploited in this way. Now, if you get Colorado back in the Big 12, and you do, You're also inviting Coach Prime to recruit in the state of Texas. Again, it's not just that Dallas is his hometown. It's that Shadour Sanders played at Trinity Christian in Texas. It's that Coach Prime began his coaching career as a high school football coach in Texas. It's also that we already have evidence to show kids from Houston will pick Colorado. We know this because the best player at Houston this year for me was out in McCaskill, running back who decided to transfer to Colorado. Alton McCaskill, probably going to be RB1 when Colorado opens the season this year against Texas Christian, which you can watch on Big Fox. So what this means for the Big 12 is you're adding more stability, and frankly, in the least short term, you're adding more value to your conference by adding a 13th team on the heels of losing OU and Texas to the SEC. You can do this because Conference Commissioner Brett Yourmark was very smart. He was very smart because he opened up the rights negotiations with television partners earlier than expected, was able to put together a deal that benefits his members and puts them in a stable position going into what is going to be a raucous time in college football as we're going to expand the playoff from four teams to 12 teams in just a year's time. So all of that is playing into the Big 12's favor, and then you have a team like Colorado – who at the very least, people want to see play football. You have an opinion about Colorado. You have an opinion about Deion Sanders. Those are the reasons why you tune in to watch football games in this day and age. And if you're Colorado, you're coming in at uh, at just the right time. You don't have to contend with Oklahoma in its heyday, Texas in its heyday, or even Nebraska, for that matter, in its heyday. You're looking at a conference that was won by Kansas State last year, that also ended up with Texas Christian in the college football playoff without a conference championship, which means the road to playing for championships is right there at a time when it feels like everybody wants to be in business with the Big 12. If for no other reason, then their commissioner has a future forward thinking on what they're going to do as a conference. But also, hey, look, you get the added benefit of joining what I think is the best basketball conference in all the sport. And that's before we even talk about what other non-football teams they might be able to add, say like a Gonzaga, right? So what does this mean for the Pac-12? Well, it's not as good as it once was, but if you are looking at the Pac-12 as a half full glass, I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong. Now, they wanted to add San Diego State. That did not work because San Diego State could not afford to leave the Mountain West and the Mountain West is holding the grudge like you would. The math works out to where they would owe about $34 million over two years if they wanted to leave early. So they're going to be in the Mountain West for two years, which means you can't really add San Diego State for a couple of years. So you're looking at a nine team conference. But does that really hurt your value? No, because Oregon and Washington are still there. Oregon and Washington are New Year's Six Bowl capable teams. If nothing else, we know that both of those teams have played for national, or excuse me, for in the college football playoff, more for the national championship in the past decade. We know that there's lots of booster money behind both. We know that they are proud programs, and we know that they are willing and able to take care of the Pac-12, but you're going to have to bend to their will. I say this because at a time when OU and Texas were really looking at the Pac-12, remember that, when Larry Scott was commissioner? One of the things that was talked about is how does this affect USC and UCLA? Will USC and UCLA headed to the Big Ten next year, that turns to what does Washington and Oregon want? Do they want to add another West Coast team? Do they want to add a team from the Mountain West, like, say, a Boise State? Do they think that would help them? I think these are all really relevant questions. But the top of the list here is the Pac-12 does not have a television network agreement going into the future. And that is the first thing that needs to get done. And we all know that that's the next thing that's going to get done on the Pac-12 slate. So going back to Colorado, it makes sense that perhaps they would make a move Before knowing what the ins and outs of the deal might be in the Pac-12, because they are trying to protect their future. And that's why the conference is formed in the first place, is that the members can ensure that each other's futures were protected going forward. As we know, the driving revenue source for any university in this country is college football. And if you are a good college football team, or at least one that people want to watch, you're probably going to do okay. So if you were going to make a move as Colorado, now would be the time because we haven't seen the product that Colorado will put out. And just because RJ says it's going to be good, doesn't mean you got to take his word for it. It means that for right now, you're probably in a bargaining position that you might not see for some time after being down. So I applaud Colorado for really taking its future into its own hands and trying to go do something about it to ensure that they're in a position to take advantage of whatever the future might hold. And I say that because, Your guess is as good as mine as to how long Coach Prime is going to be at Colorado past this season. And I don't say that because Coach Prime is in some position to leave or wants to leave. Far from it. I'm saying that because it happens all the time. We're talking about a time when Oklahoma won six straight Big 12 championships and Lincoln Riley had led them to three playoff appearances and still decided to opt to leave a program where he had never won fewer than 10 games in a season, to go to one where they were four and eight the year before because he wanted the challenge. He wanted to try to rebuild what he thought was the mecca of college football at USC. We also can look around and see that you can flip a program lickety split with roster management, as people are calling it. I call it recruiting because Texas Christian went five and seven in 2021, played in the national championship game in 2022. Everything is on the table for the coaches and for the players. The only people that seem to be tied to their contracts are the universities to the networks. So if you're going to actually operate as if that's the thing that has to be ironclad, it makes all the sense in the world to me that Colorado would decide to join the Big 12. and It makes even more sense to me that the Pac-12 will not just try to get its deal done, but look to add some members to solidify its future as a Power Five conference at a time when the SEC and the Big Ten feel as if they are this close to squeezing everybody out. All right. That is going to do it for this emergency episode of the number one college football show. My thanks as always to our lead producer, Tyler Wojack. Our senior producer is Catherine Donnelly. Our production assistant is Kiara Santana. Our social media maven is Javion Duncan. Our leads of screening are Jack Coakley and Torin Westfall. We will see y'all on Wednesday. is.